thruster power decreasing to 68%. Master alarm, thruster 2 and 3. Fire alarm, main cargo bay. At this point, we would perform an emergency landing. Emergency landing initiated. Because we have not completed orbiting to our designated drop point, emergency protocol causes us to land in enemy-controlled territory, and we almost immediately come under heavy attack from ground forces. As the outer shield is penetrated, Shield penetration imminent. The armed squad disperses from the APC. We mount a modest counteroffensive, but we are soon completely engulfed in hot laser fire, and any remains are eaten, if not completely vaporized. Holy shit, do all of your simulations end this way? That's like eight so far that result in us dying really horrifically. Yeah, most of these end not good for us. <sighs> do you have any that are successful? Hold on, let me check. Not really making a great case for doing this at all. Uh, stand by. The year is 2020. Civilization is collapsing, and the apocalypse is upon the Earth. We retreated from the surface to find salvation below. Are these the last human voices recorded? Welcome to the Bunker Files. Good afternoon, Bunker fans. This is episode 00027, and we are coming in very hot and saucy today. That's right. We have ordered every sauce option available for our Bunker friends out there. So I hope you brought your jicky tendies. Get them tendies ready, folks. With the recent edition of Decap, we are experiencing exponential growth down here in the Bunker. So much that I can barely keep up with everything that's going on. That's right, Daddy. Thanks to Decap, important modifications are being made to the spacecraft and accompanying systems to ensure our interplanetary success. That is correct. We ourselves can barely comprehend how crazy this endeavor has become. The idea of launching into orbit is one thing, but to mount an armed rescue mission in response to a distress signal that's potentially from another galaxy? Unreal. And yet, here we are. Thanks to the increased capabilities of our production lab, and a very special thanks to Big Dilly Wee working overtime for the bunker and getting the materials we need to stand up this little unit, I think we should bring the listeners up to speed on our intelligence gathering efforts, uh, without giving away too much of our method, of course, for security purposes. But of course. For the last few months, one of our objectives in this operation was to extract as much data from all of our Sonia Autumndale communications as possible. Uh-huh. And what have we been able to conclude from these? Almost nothing. Oh, oh. But we are very certain about the following pieces of intelligence. Uh, by all means, lay it on us. One of the key pieces of information we were able to corroborate among all of these communications is the source. We were able to pinpoint a general location in the universe from where these messages are likely being sent from. Pinpoint a general location? Obviously, this is not your area of expertise. You must have had help with this, right, Mistopheles? Decap once again was able to come in clutch with his knowledge in this area from his time as redacted. Okay, well, we'll probably take that out just for his sake and ours. What? Redacted. Okay, just stop saying it. All right. Area 51 Air Force pilot. Is that better? We'll probably be able to use that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, anyway, after we determined the source, we were able to almost completely conclude some other possible factors. Such as? Planetary existence. And if so, atmosphere and surface environment information. Again, that's decap crunching the numbers, right? I'm setting them up and he's knocking them down. 
So what you're saying is you're coming up with the problems and he's coming up with solutions. <laughs> That's right. Okay, excellent. So tell me about alien atmosphere resolution. Don't tell me you've gone as far as designing custom spacesuits for variable gravity combat. We've designed custom spacesuits for variable gravity combat. We actually call them VGCSs. Really? We do now. I've actually brought one of these prototypes currently being tested. Whoa, that looks so badass, dude. So this is based on a concept that NASA uses, but with some extra features. Talk to me about the features. So, instead of the standard outer layer, we have this dense, laser-deflecting material that will protect soft tissue from direct blasts up to 70% capacity. The breathing apparatus is completely sealed within the back of the unit. There are computer-aided targeting systems in the visor that flips down, and of course, full comms. Damn, we're kitted. Uh, may I try it on? I knew you'd want to. This one is actually yours, so go ahead. Sick. Oh man, this is so cool. It fits like a glove. I hit this part and the visor will drop down and activate. This is amazing. And hit that same area to switch between view modes. Night vision, infrared thermals. <laughs> wow, if they're out there, I'll see them, baby. We're still working on the active tracking function. Got a few bugs in the system. For the little amount of time you've been working on this, I was definitely not expecting you to be so far along. The initial tests were terrible. I almost suffocated. Twice. And I hurt my toe. But we seem to be making great strides. These suits will definitely be ready for the test flight. Speaking of test flight, how are the upgrades on the shuttle going? I'm pretty nervous about that. You know, this might be a good time to run a quick ad while we make our way down to the vehicle bay. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll be right back after these messages, folks. Are you, uh, you gonna keep that on? Yeah, let's go. Oh, okay. Are you stressed out? Is life a little crazy right now? <laughs> Brother, you can say that again. Feeling hopeless with nowhere to turn? Well, I mean, things have been bad, but, you know, I guess I could... Nothing can pull you from the depths of existential dread? Well, uh, hey, wait a minute. I didn't say I, I had it that bad. Don't worry. Literally everyone else feels the same way. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness. I was beginning to think it was only me. This message brought to you by the American Ad Council. All right, welcome back to TBF. Nighthawk here with Mistopheles in the vehicle bay. He's about to show me the current status of our spacecraft, the Bunker 2. Jesus, look at the size of this thing now. It's gotta be, what, double the size of the first iteration? Three times the size, actually. With the addition of the detachable troop delivery system, we've had to increase the thrust and load-bearing capacity of the initial design. This thing is thick. She's big, but she's fast and agile. Tell us about some of these features. I see what looks like a gun turret. That's correct. Near the middle back, there is a 100-degree rotating gun turret that can be fitted with a variety of weapon systems. At the moment, we have this M60 machine gun in place for testing purposes, but we plan on mounting a phase pulse laser cannon for when we go into orbit. Nutty. How about countermeasures? Ah, yes, the countermeasures. Once detached from the main booster, the Bunker 2 is quite maneuverable and can be relied on to escape and evade with said maneuverability and speed. But if that's not enough to deter aggressors, perhaps the thermite flare capsules being launched from these rear compartments will dissuade any pursuing pests. Wow, that is impressive. Indubitably. And similar to what we used in the rover during Episode 8, we have projecting and cloaking capabilities when we want to disappear and create a decoy to bamboozle any foes. Amazing. Really impressed with these improvements as far as flight capacity. Can we take some time to talk cargo? By all means and modes. Go ahead and step into the main fuselage here. 
Wow, very roomy. We wanted to try to replicate the common area of the bunker, so it's got that homey feel. Very nice touch. Ooh, those cryo sleep chambers look great. Hop on in, check it out. Man, I could fall asleep right now. That's great to hear, because we'll be in these for a month and a half. Oh, son of a bitch. I hope these life support systems work. If they don't, we'll never know. Well, that's comforting. Uh, speaking of comfort, let's see that galley. Right this way, monsieur. Here we are, Snack Central. Mistopheles, are those beer taps? I thought we agreed you weren't going to install those. <laughs> they do look like beer taps, don't they? But these are actually our sustenance dispensers. Sustenance dispensers? Correct. Each of these lines run to a refrigerated vessel that stores a nutrient and vitamin-enriched paste that should last us the duration of our existence. Our what? Mission. The duration of our mission. Enriched paste, huh? Uh, that's the best solution you all came up with? I know it doesn't sound very appetizing, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Here. Try the breakfast formula. Breakfast formula? <laughs> oh boy. Whoa, that's actually not too bad. Tastes like strawberries and bananas? Strawberry and banana peanut butter toast. Here, try the lunch. Hmm, kind of spicy. Buffalo chicken tacos. <laughs> okay, that one's a little weird. And this is dinner. Whoa, that's weird tasting. I, I can't decide if I hate it or love it. That is pepperoni pizza and Caesar salad. Can we separate those and try it again, please? I'll let the test kitchen know. Very good. Now tell me, do you have a contingency plan in the event these dispensers fail or are compromised? Uh, say, what are these compartments? Wait, don't pull that lever! Oh shit, what is all of this? I was gonna tell you about these next. Are these, are these all Doritos? Uh, yeah, Cool Ranch and Salsa Verde. Where did you find seven-foot-long bags of Doritos? Well, Dilly has a connection at the custom food bagging plant in Utah, so... Off topic, but could you get me your expense reports when you get a chance? You know, like, as soon as possible. Mistopheles, did you hear what I said? Huh? huh? Yeah, expense reports, I got it. All right, we've got time for one more ad, and from all these upgrades I'm seeing, no doubt we'll need the revenue. From the creators of Mutant Warrior and Mutant Warrior 2 Bullet Eater comes the most exciting motion picture in recent memory. <laughs> this ain't no place for a pretty girl. You better get those sweet buns out of here before you get her. <laughs> you broke my face! Still think I'm pretty? When she goes out at night. I'll treat you like a real woman, sweetheart. I'll show you all a great time you'll never forget. She won't be the one in danger. Oh man, I bet you will, sugar. Ah, holy shit! Get it! Oh, fuck. Not the glass pit! Ah, oh, my eyes! Oh, fuck, wait! Ah, you broke my arm! Wait, I'm sorry we objectified you and made you feel for your life! I know you are, baby. Ah, ah my balls exploded! Ah. Girl Fighter, coming to a theater near you. Okay, Bunkies, we're back, and I am honestly floored by this progress. Mistopheles, you have truly outdone yourself with all of this. I give all credit to my team. They are the experts in each of their fields and contributed to this entire process. I simply took food orders and delivered coffee. Surely you're too modest. Now, this last part I'm going to show you is something you're really going to love. Oh boy! Access granted. Arsenal. Oh, fuck! 
So obviously we knew this would be an important factor when creating this rescue unit. We are absolutely kidded. Tell me about these. Oh, can I test fire? All right, let's get you some safety goggles and hearing protection here. Sick. So starting off with the basics, because we don't know much about the physics of where we're going, we felt we needed to cover all the bases as far as weaponry goes. Starting off here, we have your basic firearm projectiles. This is a modified Thompson submachine gun with a mounted M203 grenade launcher. So sick. What's that? Okay, these are energy-based weapons. Decap created this first model for us, then Nas and I have been replicating them and creating different versions. Here, check it out. Whoa, this is huge. In the event that Earth-based projectiles are ineffective, these should level the playing field. They are really accurate, but a little unstable. What are you using to power them? Uh, you don't want to know. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll circle back to that. Oh man, what is this beauty? Oh shit! Yeah, that's our flamethrower. Yeah, it is. Damn. Kind of smells like a, a barbecue. It's mesquite. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, damn. I'm not going to touch it this time, but tell me about this little guy. <laughs> this bad boy looks nasty. <laughs> Packs a punch, don't it? What, this one? This is a squirt gun. What the? What is that for? XP-50. Come on, you've seen the movie Signs by M. Night Shyamalan. Well, you did say you're covering all bases. All right, this is the last new thing we've been working on. The mech suit. That's right. And it's ready for its first spacewalk. If things really hit the fan, get in this thing for the last step. You know, it's really starting to hit me. Are we going to launch into space and join an interplanetary war? Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> fuck yeah. You hear that out there? We're coming. Tell them the bunker's coming and hell's coming with us. You hear? Hell's coming with us. God damn, mate. He's fired up, folks. I'm the swift black wings of death. Huh. All right, buddy. Let's bring it home. I'm M. Duke. And these are the Bunker Files. <laughs> <laughs>